Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I'm finding you meditating every single day. If you're not meditating every single day, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. I truly believe that in a brand new meditation practice that you can transform your life. And there's lots of science behind it now. I remember, and I've told you before, a long time ago, I sat in on a meditation class and I thought it was the stupidest thing of all time. I laughed and giggled through the entire class. I'm sure the teacher is like, thank you for never coming back to my class ever, never again. I'm sure I was very disruptive. I was very young. I At that point... I was probably my early 20s, and I would have to say I didn't have too many problems. You know, I didn't I didn't have this overwhelming sense of life and things that I needed to tap into some invisible force to uh, fix my life in any way. Um, I I felt like I could take on the world through the physical senses. Well, it does take a little bit of banging around the physical senses um, out in the world and in your environment to realize, yeah, you need some help. Like, like you're not going to be able to do this all on your own. And until you can get to that place of surrender, I think you will struggle. To some degree, you will struggle. And there are four areas that everybody has a struggle in. Um, if you're struggling in some way, you are struggling in the in one of these four areas is actually what I mean. So health, relationships, money or wealth in some way that's that includes your career and spirituality. And I think and I envision this as like a compass and the spirituality is north and that's your north star. And I feel like everything else will fall into place if you connect spiritually. And for me, um, a lot of religion a lot of religious environments kind of kind of screwed it up for me where i left the catholic religion my mom became a born again christian and there was lots of judgment my religious experience was awful and though i was interested in it in a way to take it a level deeper versus just blind faith and blindly follow whatever the priest or the pastor said i had a really hard time with that and so i questioned authority in that way and they didn't like it. So my experience was not all that grand um, as far as a religious environment goes. But when I when I spun off on my own, my life did start to spiral in a way that wasn't in a good way. It wasn't spiraling in a good direction. And I think that was because I was trying so hard to, to f- try to figure things out in the physical world and pushing the physical around, you know, manipulating relationships. And I don't mean manipulating. I just mean that, you know, trying to figure out these ways, like, if I say this, can I get you to do this? Can I kind of play this game, this victimhood game, this, try to get you to feel guilty, um, and then you'll come back and you won't cheat on me again. Try to coerce the situation, try to find blame. And it was, it just didn't work. And the more I did it, the worse my life got. Now, by the time I took this, I didn't, well, I sat in on this meditation class. By the time I got to there, it wasn't in, I wasn't in such a state yet. Like I was, like I said, I was in my early 20s. Um, My life wasn't so, I was still trying to figure things out. My life wasn't so bad that I was on the edge going, please, I need some help. Like I need a direction here. Um, But then if I would have, if I would have taken that class 10 years later, I think things would have been different. I think that I would have been like, okay, I totally can get on board with this. Um, But here's what I want to tell you from my experience there 
is, you know, late teenager, early 20s, probably most of my 20s, pushing the world around, really engaging with my environment and trying to create a life that I want to live by engaging with the environment. By the time I was in my 30s, my life had pretty much spiraled pretty much out of control. Like I was going downhill fast and not in a fun, exciting way either. And somewhere in my early 30s, I was like, okay, something's got to shift. And and for the record, I'm 50 years old now, I'll be 51 in September. And I'm like, something's got to give, like something's got to shift, something has to change. And I remember going to the library, our public library, and looking for books. And I don't remember exactly what I had, what topic I was going to look at you know, why I was going to the library and what I was looking for or what was going on. I was already like moving in this direction of my relationships. And so I had that relationship book that I reference all the time that I went to Borders and it was in the dark corner section of of the store, the self-help section that you never wanted to be seen in. But I was so desperate. I didn't care who saw me in that. And I found the relationship book and I was using that book. So by the time I got to my 30s, I was in a pretty healthy, stable relationship and was, was, um, could kind of cross that off the list. But now I'm like, okay, now I want more. I want my life to be more solid. You know, I had a pretty decent job. I was making pretty good income. I really thought that I could retire there. It was a lot of fun. I was a pair pro at a school. I was in love with the with the with the staff. I was in love with the kids. I loved my job. And things things were going really well. But I think that there was something where I'm like, I want a little bit more control of my income. I want to be able to buy a house. At this point, I was renting from a friend of mine. And I wanted to be able to buy a house. And so the story kind of was unfolding in this way that like, I'm okay, I've got the relationship. I've got the health. I'm connecting spiritually. Like I'm trying to find that path. And I want the wealth section. You know, I kind of had the career, but I wanted more money and I wanted more freedom. And so on the back of my mind, I'm like, I think I want to, you know, to like have to be an entrepreneur. I want to kind of figure this out. Anyway, so I'm going to the library. And like I said, I can't remember exactly what topic I was going to the library for that led me in this meditation, spirituality, yoga kind of a section in the library. And there was this little tiny book, can't remember the name, the title, I can't remember anything about it, that it was very pocket size. And it was about beginning a meditation practice. And the very first chapter was listing all of these benefits to meditation. And it was health and relationships and money and and basically everything that you could think of. Everything that you want to improve in your life is a benefit. You can get that, whatever that is, through meditation. And you're like, wait, Jen, okay, I need a new car. You can get that through meditation. Okay, wait, Jen, I have this ailment that I've had for 25 years and medication and doctors can't figure it out. I said, you can heal through meditation. Well, wait, Jen, I have this crappy relationship and my husband's a jerk and I don't want to leave my kids behind, but I don't really know what to do. You can get, you can solve that problem through meditation. And here's how. What meditation does is it raises your vibrational frequency. We are all energy. Everything is energy, including you. And you are walking around with a current frequency. You are emanating like a radio um, tower. You are, I think it's, it's emitting, emitting is the word. You are emitting a frequency, okay? If you are in a lower vibrational state and you're angry, lonely, sad, grieving, depressed, resentful, vengeful, um, anxious, those lower survival, very self-absorbed emotions, meaning I'm feeling so terrible in my body that I don't want, I have nothing to give to anybody else. So those kind of emotional states. 
If you are there, let's say you're emitting a frequency of 1.74, okay? For Back to the Future, people, I want to say like 1.21 gigawatts. I don't even know what that means, but I absolutely love that scene. It's in um, Back to the Back to the Future 2, where <laughs> he goes, well, that's like 1.21 gigawatts. And Marty's like, what the hell's a gigawatt? I love that movie. I love those movies. I love that. And number two is my favorite, if you want to understand the reference. And you can laugh on your own. Anyhow, let's say you're emitting a frequency of 1.74. That frequency, you are going out into the world. And you are seeing, recognizing, experiencing other um, items, circumstances, people that are at the same frequency or right there about 1.72, 1.75, right? When you have a big problem, you are not going to be able to solve it from that 1.74 frequency. You must, you must, in order to solve the problem. Now, listen carefully. In order to solve the problem, you must raise your own frequency, okay? That's where meditation comes in. Okay, wait, Jen. No, now listen. Because if I'm in the silence, I am calling other unseen forces to my aid. I am calling in the energy of the universe, the energy that created the universe, and saying, dude, I need some help. I need some support. I need some messages. I need some guidance. And in that state of surrender and complete vulnerability, you are raising your frequency. Okay? You ever heard the phrase, the the teacher will show up when the student is ready? Have you, if you're a parent, have you ever tried to teach your son or daughter something and they're just not receptive to your teaching? They blow you off or they ignore what you said. They're not, they're not in that state to receive information. They're not in that state to receive a solution to the problem they're experiencing. They want to figure it out on their own. So no matter any amount of talking that you're doing, they're not going to hear you. It's no different than we are out in the world pushing the physical around, trying to solve our problem. We are not going to get a solution. We're not. It's going to seem like a solution. Oh, if I yell louder, I can get my kids to behave. If I pull this guilt trick on my husband, I can get him to do a certain thing. Yep. And tell me this, how long does it work? How long does that work before you have to do that manipulative state yet again? Do you find that three days later, he's doing it again, they're doing it again? You're like, dude, didn't I just talk to you about this? And then you have to do it again. You have to put on the show. You have to make them feel guilty. You have to try to manipulate them. You have to try to get them to do something. So here's here's what meditation does. It raises your vibration. So now let's say you've sat through a couple of different meditations. You have done some guided meditations. You downloaded the app Insight Timer, which I 1,000% recommend. It's a free app. There's 60,000 meditations on there. There's some amazing, amazing leaders and teachers on this app, Insight Timer. It's got a white background with a Tibetan bowl, a Tibetan singing bowl as the app logo. Go check it out. Go pause me right now and go download that app. It's amazing. And in those meditations, when I take time to sit and meditate and do a guided meditation, doesn't matter what, doesn't matter when, doesn't matter how long, when I put that on my list of things to do, that I'm wanting to become a better person. I want to be a better parent. I want to be a better partner. I want to, I mean, you you could just say, I just want to be more connected. 
I want to be able to, to raise my vibration because I'm telling you, once you go from a 1.74 to a 2.63, you're going to feel amazing. And then guess what? You're going to push the envelope again and you're going to go, okay, I think I want more. And you're going to, then you're going to sit, you're going to do longer, you're going to do more, you're going to do, you're going to create a meditation station. You're going to become somebody who is connected to your spiritual self. You're going to be connected to the universal energies. Now you're a 4.11. Now you're a 6.7, right? And you just keep going. What happens is when you go from the 1.74, and don't matter the numbers, I can can make them whole numbers, but the numbers don't matter. Just recognize I'm going up or down. If I'm a 1.74 and I go to try to solve a problem from that space without raising my vibration, I go to my partner and I start talking about it. I go to my kids and I start talking to them. I go to the high school principal. I go to my boss. I go to my coworkers. If you are creating a problem, which we are, we create our problems at our own levels. If I have a problem that's at 1.74 and I do nothing to raise my vibration, all of the solutions that I'm going to get from my friends, my family, my principal, my kids are also going to be 1.74, meaning the solution isn't going to last. It is not going to change the actual problem. It might appear. It might appear. If I yell loud enough, I can get my kids to do things. Right. Short term. I'm talking long term and I'm talking forever. 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 Never to be experiencing that problem again unless your vibration goes all the way down. Okay. If you were ever homeless, you had survival instincts and you had survival emotions. You had to survive on the streets. Your vibrational frequency was lower. If someone came and talked to you and said, let's meditate for today, and I will meet you in this park every single day at two o'clock, and we'll meditate together, and I'll sit with you on this bench, and we'll do a 10-minute meditation, and I'll be on my way, you'll be on your way, guess what's going to happen? That person's going to get a job, they're going to get an offering, they're going to get a house, they're going to find a partner, they're going to have a career, they're going to have money in their pocket, they're going to have a bank account, they're going to have solid ground to stand on. They're going to have shelter. They're going to have food. They're going to be clean. They're going to have clothes. They're going to have friends. They're going to have support. Okay? Never to be homeless again. Because that person now, that vibrational frequency is higher. So back then when I was having all these these terrible relationships, that is because my frequency was so low. That's what I was attracting. And while those relationships came into my awareness, I was attracting the same frequency that I was putting out. If I'm putting out a two, I'm going to be getting a two. Do I want a two type relationship from this place? Here's another example. Let's say I have this job. Now, this has not happened to me, but I have this job. I act like an idiot. I get fired from this job and I go home and I I bitch and cry and complain. And then I go and get another job without clearing up my own vibration. All I'm going to do is create another scenario with the same problems. And have you known anybody who has done that? I know several people who are still doing that. They think they think that it's the work. They think it's the environment. They think it's the boss. They think it's not. It's them. I am a 1.74. I have this job. I get fired from this job. I go and find another job at 1.74. I'm going to create the same scenario. Meditation helps you become a better version of you. Do you play video games? This is my other, one of my favorite, my favorite analogies to use. And I use it all the time because it's so fitting. I'm on level one and I accomplish level one with no problems. I take those same skills and I move on to level two and I learn some new skills. I take those same skills and move on to level three and I go and go and go. If I'm on level 17 and I have this whole set of skills 
and all of a sudden I can't accomplish one or two of the skills necessary to complete the level, I will never move on to level 18. Ever. Never. You will stay until you learn the skill. Learning the skill of meditation is going to make you better in every single way possible. Every single way possible. Every single way. Because you're working with energy. When we start to lift our own spirits, when we start to fill our own bucket, when we start to unkink the hose, and all of these these analogies will make sense if you listen to more than one of my podcasts. If you stop throwing dog poop on the sidewalk of your life, you are going to experience a shift. And in that shift that is happening within you, your vibrational frequency goes up and up and up. Here's another analogy. You have a hot air balloon and you're in it and you have 16 sandbags that are keeping you on the ground. What is the view like from there? What is your experience? Who are you seeing? What are you seeing? What are you experiencing on the ground in your hot air balloon? Now let's say with every meditation, you get to take a sandbag and release it from the basket of the hot air balloon. How amazing would that be? Now you just lift up a little bit higher. Oh, wow, this is weird. It's a little bit different. It feels different. The body kind of gets a little excited, like it's different. It's kind of adventurous. Now you take off another one. The next day you meditate. Then you take off another one and another one and another one. And now your vibrational frequency is so high. The view from up there is amazing. Now, are there problems up there? Yes. Do you have to be able to navigate the balloon and watch out for weather and watch out for planes or seagulls? Or I don't know. I've never been in a hot air balloon, so I don't know what you have to navigate. I'm just guessing. But <laughs> but does it create a, a different set of problems? Yes. But do you know what the solution is? You keep meditating because you keep raising your frequency. And when you keep raising your frequency, solutions to your problems show up, like actual solutions. Because when I got that that relationship book, and I'm in this relationship that I want so bad to get out of, but I'm like addicted to it. I just want to see if I can fix it, see if I can change it, see if I can manipulate her enough that she'll stay with me and she won't cheat on me, right? That it'll just be like, yes, it'll be this success and this and this accomplishment. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't think I want to be with you because all of this damage has been done. I don't even trust you. Like, I would never trust you again if you were ever late from work. Like, I don't, I don't think I want that. I made a decision. I'm getting out of this relationship. And, I'm, and once we got out and once it was the decision and it was made, I never got back in it. I didn't go back in because there, right at that, right at that, cross, that crossroads, right at that intersection, I decided I'm not turning left again. Because I had done it and it didn't work. And I kept banging my head against the same wall. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to stop banging my head. Matter of fact, I'm going to get away from the wall. (laughs) So I don't, I'm not even tempted to bang my head again. And I did. And in that moment, in that decision, that's when I raised my frequency all by myself. And then when I started meditating on a regular basis, everything in my life started getting better. Everything started coming together. I was getting ideas. I was finding direction. I had clarity. My relationships got deeper. My own emotional state started ironing out and I started feeling amazing. Like that was kind of a big deal. I felt amazing. I went through some stuff. I pushed around some environment for 10 years. I didn't feel amazing. Now I'm starting to feel amazing again. Okay. My body started feeling great. My relationships got deeper. I was able to create things in my life that I wanted to experience. 
I wanted to start a group coaching program. Look at lo and behold, I started a group coaching program and I have a couple of amazing clients in my, in my program right now. And I've met amazing women on the way and some amazing guys. I've met and created a life that I'm now wanting to live where before it was a life I was trying to get away from. So I don't know if this is you. I don't know if my story resonates with you, but let's talk about meditation now. Here's, here's where I think where would be a good place to start. Insight timer, guided meditations, just go in there, search, start kind of exploring. You can friend me in there. You can, I think you go to the little planet or, or you go to your, no, I think you go to your little profile picture up in the corner. It's, the, I will say that the, that the, the app is a little bit clunky. Like I still have a hard time finding things and I mostly go in and search. I have created a playlist and so I, I, and I do a lot of the same meditations over and over again. But anyway, um, you can go into, you can click on your little profile, and I think somewhere in there it says friends or search for friends. You can search for me, Jen Mac, J-E-N-M-A-C. We'll be friends. And um, you can, you know, we can, I can give you some ideas or give you some help. We can message back and forth, and we can share some, you know, guided meditations or some of my favorites or whatever. If you join my program, my coaching program, you get my playlist, which had some really, really powerful meditations on there. And... But go in there and search whatever it is that you're whatever it is you're dealing with. You're dealing with depression. Go in there and type in depression. You can't sleep. Type you know type insomnia or sleep meditations. Um, you want to create money. Type in wealth and abundance. I mean you can just go in there and play. Now the actual practice is in the decision making to do the meditations. That's the actual practice. That's the actual work on your part. And here's and I want you to write this down. Here is the key to meditation. This is the foundation. This is there's there's only one part to meditation and this is it. It is to use your thinking to communicate with your emotions. It is to raise your frequency. So when I go into a meditative state, which is that sleepy kind of a state, and I'm listening to this guided meditation or I'm I'm setting my own intention, I'm doing my own silent meditation, the end result, the thing that I am trying to accomplish is that I can feel it in my body. That if I'm thinking about abundance, I can feel abundance. I can feel that in my body. I create a sensation in my body. Otherwise, it just stays in the mental energy and you will not achieve the thing. Okay? You want to problem solve? Think about your teenager. Think about your husband. Think about your work, your boss, your coworkers, whatever the problem is. Money, health, whatever the problem is. Think of it in your visual, in your meditation, think of it as complete. I get along with this person. I got a raise. I love my job. I love my spouse. I love my kids. And I don't mean that you don't love your kids, but you're creating the space of love versus arguing or resentment or, or frustration. And your health, if you had the health, what are you doing? Oh, I would play golf. Okay, then picture yourself playing golf and keep doing it until you feel it in your body. That is the number one piece that was missing for years when I began my meditation practice. I'm like, okay, did I do it? And I would get up from the meditation. Wayne Dyer's like, oh, you know, I would sit for a half an hour and I would just be quiet and I would get in the space and I would wake up and I'd feel energized and I'd feel amazing and I would feel all this, like that I slept for eight hours and I just would like have all this focus and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do that. So I'd get in the space and I'd set my timer for 30 minutes and I would wait and I would wait and I'd wait and okay, and I don't know what my brain is supposed to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing or thinking. He's like, just get in the gap. He's got a book that's called In the Gap. And so I'm like, okay. And then 30 minutes would go, would the timer would go off and I would stand up and I'm like, okay, did I do it? But I wouldn't feel any different. 
I wouldn't have any benefits from it. Well, now I understand why. Now I understand why. I needed to get it in the body because we experience our lives through the body, through our senses. We create in our mind, but until we get it down into the body, we're just thinking about it. We're just thinking about it. There's, there's a quote. I don't remember the whole thing, but it's like something about... Um, if you don't if you don't have steps then your dream is just a dream or something like that meaning it's it's in your head mental energy is just the flashlight in the dark room if you listen to my intuition podcast it's just me in a dark room pointing the flashlight around do i think about this do i think about that do i think it doesn't have a lot of power the power comes from the the actual spiritual version of you that is pointing the flashlight That is the me. What do I want to think about? Do I want to think about my problems and complain about my problems? Or do I want to think about solutions? Do I want to think about healing? Do I want to actually create the life that I am in love with? And I say the latter. Okay. So then what I do now is I think about the thing, whatever it is I want to create, whatever it is I want to, whatever it is, peace, calm, whatever is I, okay, Jen, I have depression. Okay, what's on the other side of depression for you? Calm. Okay, now now do a meditation on calm. What does calm look like? What does it feel like? And when you think about it and you create a visual in your mind, eventually, eventually, with practice, you will feel it in your body. That's the trick. That's the big giant secret. And if you're not feeling it in your body, then you just aren't good enough yet. You just haven't done it yet. So my suggestion and my high encouragement and my high recommendation is that you keep doing it. You keep practicing. Keep going 10 minutes. And what I, what I tell some of my clients is like, we're going to do a meditation practice. And what I want you to do is I want you to practice 10 minutes three times a day. Because at the end of seven days, you have now practiced 21 times. So it starts to grow exponentially versus you practice seven times, okay, at the end of a week. Is it hard? Probably. To start, it's going to be hard. But I'm telling you this. You will start to see benefits right away. You will start to feel better. You'll start to feel more balanced. You'll start to create synchronicities and possibilities in your life. Your boss is going to come around and be like, dude, I'm going to give you a raise. He might not say dude. I'm going to give you a raise and a promotion. It's just going to come out of the blue. You won't have to manipulate to get it. But as we are here in this vibrational frequency, we continue to experience and explore the same thing over and over again. If your life is feeling redundant, if you have the same problems that you've been dealing with for a thousand years, it is time, my sister, my brother, to raise your frequency. Because in the raising of your frequency, you're going to start getting new solutions. You can't get new solutions to a problem that you created from that same level. If I'm a two, I'm creating two type problems, right? And if I try to solve the problem from there, I'm only getting the same solutions to, a, to the same problem that I'm going to be experiencing here in about 10 more minutes. It's never going to go away, okay? Raise your vibration. I can't emphasize it enough. I can't, I can't talk about it enough. I think it is so important. And I know some people just attach meditation to a religion. You know what? It's a spiritual connection to the deeper version of you. That's it. It's a spiritual connection to the deeper version of you. And I say, you know what? I don't care how I have to get it sometimes. I just want to get it. I want to feel better. I want to be more balanced. I want my relationships to be deeper. I want to attract more money. I want a business I'm in love with. I want a bigger house. I want to go on travel. I want to go, right? 
and I don't care if I have to sit how long for 10 minutes, three times a day, done. I'm doing it. So I hope this finds you well. If this is something that you're interested in learning, please reach out to me, TC at gmail.com or send me a message on Facebook, either one of our groups, the Chakras for Beginners or Lady Rising, and just say, listen, I am interested in your group coaching program. I would love to be a part of that because we are going to teach you how to meditate and I have lots and lots of ways to get you there. Even the ones that have that can't sit still, that fall asleep, you don't have focus, you have a monkey mind. I have all the tools and all the solutions to help you overcome that. So I hope this finds you well. Otherwise, I look forward to speaking with you or maybe possibly one day seeing you in my group coaching program. If you enjoyed this show, please consider making a small donation. This helps me to continue creating powerful episodes for you each week, but also you become a bigger part of changing the world by changing yourself one episode at a time. By investing in my show, you are investing in yourself, your life, and your planet. And by elevating yourself, you are elevating others around you. And I thank you.